So you're with your family, friends, whatever. You're going camping, you're going to a cottage, you're going on vacation, what have you, right? And of course, generally when you when you do those type of activities, excuse me, you tend to do them in much more open land places, right? Lots of land, maybe there's a lake, maybe there's a beach, something like this. So you're heading to this cottage or wherever you're going with your family, your friends, or whatever it is, and you look up in the sky, right? And you see clouds. Of course you do, right? It's, it's the sky, for Christ's sake. <laughs> but then you see clouds behind those clouds. And you think, okay, what the hell? Maybe, you know, there's just a, a, an aerial phenomenon, if you will. Or, you know, it's just some type of weather phenomenon. I must be seeing things, right? And then you think you see something that looks like a grid behind those clouds. But then you, you say to yourself, okay, you know what, if I see something else like this, then I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna tell my, my wife, I'm gonna tell, you know, my, my boyfriend or my friends or whatever, and just see if they see it. But then all of a sudden that goes away. Your friend or your partner, what have you, turns the radio on and starts playing music from, you know, a very popular singer, you know, whatever, Taylor Swift, uh, Eminem, just, you know, someone that's very well known. They hear the artist that they think they're listening to, but you hear something else entirely. And so you say to that person, hey, do you hear what I'm hearing? This is not a, you know, a Taylor Swift or an Eminem song or what have you. This is not a, you know, um, a 21 pilot song or what I'm, what I'm hearing. This is, this is messed up. What, do you hear this? And they say to you, no, I don't hear anything. What are you talking about? Right now, again, this has to do with the overall concept of this actual episode. So before I get into it, I just want to say we do have a Patreon does help support the show. And I know I've been saying this for the last few days, but I'm building up a list of people that I will be shouting out so I can just, you know, bang them all out in, in one shot and really show my gratitude and appreciation. But let's get into it. So first off, the bird watchers harvesting incendiary voids for micro false flags and in bracket red experiments. Now, I'm just going to say it like it is right off the bat. Red experiments will have to be discussed more than likely within Patreon because there's certain things that I simply cannot discuss. Now, before we jump into it, I would like to thank a member of Patreon. Uh, Patreon for helping me understand the overall infiltration of different apparatuses of how you would deceive or I guess we could say confuse certain people that are much more awakened than others because if you haven't noticed by now the example I gave in the beginning where you see clouds behind clouds and you don't hear what everyone else hears coming out of the radio is a sign of increased enlightenment and these bird watchers are in fact extraterrestrials and humans that are forced to oversee certain people and I know a lot of you because you've all uh, many of you have reached out to me about this I know a lot of you have experienced this as well too so i know i'm not the only one now first off let's take a look let's never forget how narratives are shaped step one get ahead of the narrative and shape it to your liking okay step two reinforce the narrative across the news industry beginning with the quote-unquote gold standard for news sources all right so you know cnn routers fact checking things like this and then step three tell the truth but confuse it with something else. Like I've always said for many, many months, right? Nothing is better than, you know, a truth wrapped in with a bunch of lies. And of course, this show is all against, you know, fighting disinformation and things like that. So let's take a look at this article right here. CTVnews.ca. Okay, this just came out a couple of days ago. Hubble telescope data confirms existence of galaxies without dark matter. This is a very key component here, folks. Let's take a look. Data from the Hubble telescope has confirmed the existence of galaxies without dark matter. Once thought 
thought to be an essential part of the celestial body's makeup, a new study suggests. It is based on 40 orbits of NASA's Hubble Space Telescope and imaging from the advanced camera. Now, dark matter composed of particles that do not absorb, reflect, or emit light is widely considered to be an essential ingredient, ingredient excuse me, of galaxies. While dark matter cannot be seen directly, its gravitational force is like a glue that holds galaxies together and governs the motion of matter that can be observed directly. Now, end quote, before going on, going on, I want to make something very clear. There were many scientists within the academic community over the past many years that said, no, it's impossible for any galaxy, no matter how close or how far relative to Earth, to, to not have dark matter. Because again, for those who don't know, dark matter is that thing in space that no one knows really what to call it, which is why it's called dark matter. No one knows really what it's made up of, at least on a public level. Now, let's take a look at this right here. NewScientist.com. It's confirmed. Matter is merely vacuum fluctuations. Now, again, notice, go back to the, the uh, very beginning a couple minutes ago when I discussed about how to control the narrative. Notice this here, folks. This is from November 2008. Okay, so you see how the narrative has changed because all of a sudden this is not even in the public domain as of right now. You have to manually find this article. If not, it won't be mentioned. And the public academia, you know, scientists and what have you will say, well, you know, we're not mentioning it because we discovered this so long ago. No, 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 no. You're not tying the pieces together in the way that the people should actually discover and have the right to find out. So let's take a look here. Okay, matter is built on flaky foundations. Physicists have now confirmed that the apparently substantial stuff is actually no more than fluctuations in the quantum vacuum, all right, which also has to do with the previous public episode, as well as members on the early release episode and the members episode showing that frequencies could actually be measured by understanding people's thoughts relative to the brain waves that are being emitted. So how is this any different, right? Because the whole overall concept is that if consciousness is attached to the very composition and foundation of this simulation, then how could this be the case? But let's carry on. Each proton or neutron is made up of three quarks, but the individual masses of these quarks only add up to about 1% of the proton's mass. So what accounts for the rest of it? Theory says it is created by the force that binds quarks together, called the strong nuclear force. In quantum terms, the strong force is carried by a field of virtual particles called gluons, randomly popping into existence and disappearing again. Before I go on, very interesting, similar to the UFOs that seem to be appearing, disappearing, things like this, right? Out of thin air completely, and people who look at the metadata of footage cannot explain it. The energy of these vacuum fluctuations has to be included in the total mass of the proton and neutron. End quote. Now, let's take a look at this right here because I think we really need to understand the connections that occur. Newsintact.com. A nine-foot-tall alien met with astronauts on the International Space Station, according to a NASA engineer. All right. Clark C. McKellen, former SCO Space Shuttle Fleet, saw an eight- to nine-foot-tall ET on my 27-inch video monitors while on duty in the Kennedy Space Center's Launch Control Center. In the Space Shuttle payload bay, the ET was in conversation with two tethered U.S. NASA astronauts. Now, again, notice. Why is this, end quote, why is this particular ET having this conversation? Now, yes, it is quite shocking that some astronauts on the uh, International Space Station don't know about certain alien uh, about aliens and certain astronauts do but the point is this folks one of these extraterrestrials is a matter of fact we can call them men in black or things like this but they're sub programmed to actually be bird watchers now if you type in project bird watcher again you're gonna find the perfect cover within the public domain of the government I guess you could say cover-ups and projects that say well it was a military routine for this it was a military routine for that but anyways let's take a look at this article right here 
And this is where it's going to get very interesting. Ancientcode.com. Here's the radio transmission of astronaut John Glenn after dozens of UFOs surrounded him in space. Now, this is what's interesting. I'm not going to read the transcript because, again, it's kind of boring, but you can listen to the audio if you check the links in the description on YouTube if you like. And But what's interesting is that from this article, if you click on wanting to listen to the audio, look at what pops up. Server error 500. Oh, how coincidental. You could see there was clearly a purge of trying to remove this recording from the internet, but luckily enough, I found another website that was actually able to play this, and that is uh, right here, MA6 Orbit 1. Nicely categorized, and you could tell it's a little bit old, but very well done, and you can actually hear what the astronaut says. He says, Na he says uh, to NASA, he says, there's all these little lights of spheres. He goes, it's not dust. He goes, it's something else. And it seems to be conscious and it's surrounding me. All right. And NASA didn't answer him for five minutes. They basically left him stranded in terms of communications and things like that. This could have been very well an extraterrestrial, uh, I guess you could say, bird watcher, if you will, that is trying to transcend the overall concept of making sure that the wrong humans do not retrieve this type of ability to create a vacuum within the void of dark matter. Now, I say that because, again, notice how NASA didn't respond. I, it's almost as if they were not expecting this. It's almost as if NASA had made arrangements with certain extraterrestrials to make sure this particular astronaut didn't see or encounter aliens, but it turns out that that was not the case, right? Interestingly enough. Now, what's interesting too is that these eight to nine foot tall extraterrestrials are also the same type of beings that are allegedly seen impregnating humans on, which seem to correspond with the bird watcher's responsibility of impregnating people that seem to be too enlightened to the point where they cannot be descended. And how do I know that? Let's take a look at tsoto.claxo.net and not exactly a mainstream media website. Consequently, if the intercourse in question has given birth to beings of monstrous proportions, we must see they're not the ordinary intercourse of men with women, but the operation of the incubi, who, owing to their nature, can very well be called sons of God or the divine. The opinion is that of the Platonist philosophers and of Francois George of Venice, and it is not in contradiction with that of Josephus the historian and many others who allowed themselves to commit the sin of luxury with woman. Now, again, the sin of luxury with woman, that's, you know, implying the sin of, you know, mating with something that is non-human, if you will. But let's take a look. Indeed, as we shall show, there is nothing there but a single opinion under a double appearance. Again, notice something, end quote, before I go on, that concept of trying to control the narrative. It's the same thing, but there's a double appearance. It's a double-sided coin, sometimes even triple-sided, sometimes even more, right? That's what many are saying. Now, what have we here is a complete theory of contact between our race and another race, non-human, different in physical nature, but biologically compatible with us. Interesting, right? Angels, demons, fairies, creatures from heaven, hell, or Magoni, they inspire our strangest dreams, shape our destinies, steal our desires, but who are they? End quote. Now, this is written in 1969 by Jacques Vallée. So again, this is not like it's some random guy on the internet. Everyone, if you don't know who Jacques Vallée is, I highly suggest you look him up. Now, take a look at this here, folks. This is a direct action of the way in which bird watchers seem to impregnate humans, and the ones that seem do not know they were impregnated in an energetic sense, not necessarily in a physical but biological sense, actually experience the example of certain instances that I gave at the beginning, like with the radio, seeing clouds and things like that. How do I know this? Newsintact.com. Thousands of people received weird postcards with bizarre symbols. Roswell phone number and the title, They're Coming. Now again, this could definitely be a prank. You see some of the images here of people receiving these things, but at the same time, look at how many people are saying they're receiving such things. Now again, could this be an intelligence operation? Very possible, but it could very much be an intelligence operation with the perception of an extraterrestrial twist on it, if you will, from the bird watchers. Now again, let's take a look over here. 
Some people feel the government is preparing us for uh, alien disclosure, right? Now, if we take a look here, others believe that the governments are planning a false flag, a fake alien invasion to scare us and make us want to band together. All right, the global reset is a massive worldwide strategy, end quote. Now, you might be saying, okay, Dave, in the title, you discuss micro false flags. Again, in order to harness the void within the, the, the space-time continuum of where there is no dark matter, what you need is energy that comes from fear, which is unfortunate, which is why, again, I have to be careful saying this publicly, which we'll talk about on Patreon, but let's carry on. So, when, for example, you're at, there, there are mini, miniature false flags, if you will, you know, you, you're in a, uh, you're, you're tied up in traffic because there's some car accident, but you, you find out later on that the car accident was really a distraction for something else. When you find out that these things are occurring constantly over and over, and the way in which, you know, the example I gave of you hearing something different through the radio compared to others that are in the car with you, that is exactly what they need for false flag energy to be harnessed in order to create this void within the deep underground military bases. Now, why are they creating this void? That becomes the next question. I honestly don't know, and I am certain that the bird watchers are responsible for many more things other than just, you know, impregnating humans and observing the ones that are far too enlightened, but I think it's also important that we understand at the same time, the overall concept of why this is happening. Now, let's take a look at this right here. Uh, Thesun.co.uk. Man claims to have found the remains of a mermaid washed up on a Norfolk beach. A man claims to... Uh, Paul Jones posted a picture, excuse me, uh, a series of photographs taken on the Norfolk beach, which have been shared 15,000 times on social media in two days. Now, again, I would like all of you to let me know what you think in the comments uh, with regards to this particular picture. It seems to have been completely legitimate. There's video of it. Again, uh, it has not been validated by any institution which just goes to show you the validity that may even be you know implied even more if you will but again what's interesting too is that if we take a look at infinityexplorers.com former cia pilot there are millions of aliens living on the moon john lear reveals about aliens on the moon now former cia pilot john lear gave an interview that has completely surprised the world he has declared that a range of, of 250 million humanoid aliens that, according to him, are living on the moon, end quote. Now, I just kind of paraphrased that, but at the same time, he describes certain extraterrestrials that are exactly similar to that of some of these alleged mermaids washing up on shore. Now, at the same time, we can argue that the timing of certain films, such as Arrival or also the film Underwater with Chris, uh, Kristen Stewart, tends to generally show the form of dissemination and propagandizing that seems to occur here now. You might be saying, Dave, why would these mermaids be on the moon? Well, it seems like there is some type of subaquatic entrance on the moon, if you will, based on some footage that we'll be showing in the upcoming episodes on Patreon, where it's just regular people using very advanced digital telescopes of UFOs seeming to go in and out of bases, but also mermaid sort of humanoid type creatures. But the thing that gives it away about it being a mermaid is more so the bottom part of its torso relative to what you could see visually from the telescope shows that there seems to be some type of correspondence between these type of beings under the water of earth in addition to being on the moon as well too and i think it has to do with certain things like this the hill.com un sunken sri lanka ship caused significant damage to the planet interesting isn't it now i'm not i'm not trying to get into climate change and you know being all about you know we have to preserve the environment but i think these beings are not happy when things like this happen so i would dare to argue that these bird watchers are responsible for ensuring that humans like ourselves that are far more enlightened than many others and i'm not trying to you know judge or what have you to each their own everyone's on their own respective journey but i also think at the same time they are responsible for overseeing not just humans that occur in these cases when it comes to seeing things that you know the masses generally don't but also for facilitating certain things such as 
instances of these, I guess you could say, uh, aquatic or underwater creatures having to head to the moon in order to negotiate some type of, I guess you could say, peace treaty, if you will. And it's interesting as well, too, that the Hill mentions that the UN has said this, but which UN? Because for those who have watched the Secret Space Program um, episodes, specifically on Patreon, you'll know what I'm talking about. The, 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 the alleged real UN in Kazakhstan or the front UN that can't even get investigators into China. You see what I'm saying here? You see the difference in the power leverage at the way in which things work? So, I would like you folks to let me know what you think because I think ultimately we're looking at a lot of different things here that seem to really be, I guess we could say... Um, revealing, if you will, as to what's going on with regards to all the different moving parts, and we'll catch all of you very, very soon. Cheers.